ready when you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, wait. When are you going to do your little, did you want to do it before or after? Sure. I'll just go ahead and get it out of the way. Um, Hi, guys. Give me the creeps. We are back. Uh, this is a completely new episode where we had recorded the other episode and lost some audio, which that's the first time that's ever happened, but we couldn't uh, not post this week. We couldn't do that to you guys. So th- luckily, Daniela came up with a new topic to discuss today so that we're not bored to tears um, redoing the magic that happened the other day and we lost it. Um, so that's just the background on that and what's going on. Um, so anyways, we're back today with you guys and I have some unfun facts to share. I found out some pretty interesting things. So are you excited for this? Yes. It's pretty disturbing. Okay. There's this TikTok that I ran into today and the channel is at about period underscore period that. And the TikTok starts out by saying people who handle cockroaches develop allergies to them over time, causing them to have an allergy to coffee. (laughs) later on and it's because there are ground up roaches in coffee coffee grounds ever i looked it up and it's true abby why would you tell me that i was asking if you were ready you were excited to find out but i didn't think it was gonna be that i didn't think it was gonna scar me for life and i was never gonna want to drink coffee again oh you'll forget about it when you're tired again anyways Just look at it as some extra protein in your cup of joe, okay? What's the how does the allergy uh work? Like do you actually like break out in hives and shit or is it another reaction? I'm pretty sure it's like a respiratory thing. I was looking into it and it's just like the saliva and the sheddings of cockroaches carry certain allergens that people just get irritated by easily. Um so what this means for vegans, I don't know. Sorry, vegans. I know I always it always seems like I'm coming for you guys, but it's just a joke. Um, so, but I also had a question because if this means okay, so if it's reversed and you drink coffee before actively handling cockroaches, will you get some sort of immunity from that? You think you're you're intaking? I'm you know what I mean? It's like handling them won't be as bad allergy wise. Yeah, after that. Uh, that I mean maybe, but who the fuck? just handles me it's like few and far between people that handle i guess you're right fucking cockroaches willingly oh i need to ask some people yeah i need to ask some people because i know people keep them as pets like the big ones out of madagascar yeah, hissing. Ones. yeah. <sighs> they vibrate in your little hands i can't it's like a little cell phone Mm-mm. there's certain bugs that i just I can't even fucking look. You know what I just pictured? <laughs> and look, no. you get porridge. No, it's good. And he goes, and look, you get porridge, and it's happy to see you. Get out of there. You're going to make me sick. <laughs> That's exactly how you feel about it. Um, anyways, I just thought that was really interesting. I'm not going to share all of the facts that were in that TikTok. Y'all can go check it out. Um, it's, re- it's pretty cool. But the next one, oh, wait, real quick before I move on from this. I have two fond memories, including cockroaches. Let me know when you want me to tell those. And then also, now I'm thinking about how people who use pesticides to keep roaches out of their house are just making their army stronger. So then they're just going to take over your house in the end. What in the fuck? 
It's it, it's all in immunity. It's what? all the uh, Red Queen hypothesis that it starts. It's literally with anything that can battle one another in terms of immunity and attack. Uh, it's the same with flu. Mm-hmm. It's the same with your immune system, and it's the same thing with pesticides killing off the weak, the weaker bred cockroaches, and then in turn allowing the stronger ones to survive that have an immunity to our pesticides that we're using. So, uh, dude, that is insane. Did you know that pesticides can make you infertile? I wouldn't doubt it. Tell me more. Like, I was reading the like, I was reading an article on, um, the migrant workers that like did all the shit with the or that do all the things with like the crops and stuff, like mm-hmm. how they harvest everything. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them, like, I think not the not the kids that they had, but like oh, I do know about the this. grandkids. Yes. They were infertile. It skips. Yeah, it can skip generations. Yeah. It's a yeah, it's a thing yeah. that attacks your your genetics. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I do remember hearing something about this. Yeah. Um, I was telling my grandma that because oh, for a long time we thought I was fucking infertile. Mm-hmm. So I was telling her that, and she's like, "Well, I mean, we went out there, me and your mom." would go like the whole family went and did that shit for different seasons yeah and there were pesticides out there so she was like maybe oh shit that's it's sad Uh, yeah it's sad it is a a harsh reality for us trying to combat certain things in our environment that we don't want to have to deal with and in turn it gives us um Sometimes I'm not against science or, you know, GMOs or any of that stuff, but it does sometimes have some unforeseen consequences. A lot of things like that happen with animals too, with, uh, their genders. Um, this is reminding me of Alex Jones. What was he saying? The making the frogs gay, something was making the frogs gay fertilizer or something. I don't, I don't. <laughs> is a, I don't want to take him too seriously or, you know, cause it's kind of dangerous to take people like that seriously, but it is amusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. that's that. And then uh, with the cockroach stories, whenever I was younger, I was taking a bath and one came out of the drain and gave me a heart attack while I was, um, I think I was like four years old at my grandma's house taking a bath. And I would, my mom just heard me screaming bloody murder. And she came in with a cup and just put it right over the cockroach. And I was still like, <gasps> it came out of the drain. She just put it over the cockroach. Yeah. Well, she had to stop my screaming somehow. And that thing was running around naked, trying to run inside the tub. And the little cockroach is like scurrying around on a more brighter note. Why did she just not pick you up? <laughs> Because it was probably wet or something, and she didn't have a towel. I don't know. She just thought quickly and just got the cockroach out of there. Or she killed it and then flushed it down the drain. I don't. I probably blocked it out because I was like traumatized. But, um. But then in college, I have a, I have a funny story, and Amber's part of it because she was the true hype man. Well, she still is, but we were in lab and we had to do a respir- a respiration lab where we measure how much the cockroaches are breathing inside of a little uh, vacuum. And uh, something happened to do with that. So we had to move the cockroaches from one place to another and nobody wanted to do it. And I I was very excited because I've always really liked insects and uh, any opportunity I have to handle something. Except when you were four? Except when I was four. Well, that was uninvited. That was um, non-consensual entering of my (laughs) dwelling there. But um, Non-consensual. I sure picked up that little thing and it it was cool. It was pretty cool. I, th- I think everybody should do it at least one time because it's just so fascinating how small and fragile something could be, but it's like so 
evolved for what it is, you know? It's pretty interesting. Anyways, moving on. The next thing. If it moves slow, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, what I, that's how I feel too um, about holding stuff. But anyway, that's why it took me two years to hold my pet spider fuzz. I was always handling her by like using something else to pick, <laughs> pick her up with because I was scared I was going to freak out and like fling her off of me like my brother did with our hamster when it bit him once. He oh stuck. He had st- <laughs> he had stuck his finger in the cage, or he was like petting it, and all of a sudden it turned around and grabbed onto his finger, and he screamed and like threw it. He flicked his little finger and like threw the hamster. The hamster was fine, but it was funny. Oh my god! <laughs> Peter's gonna come for us hard on this one. I better move on. Um, so then the next one is: <laughs> Does Peter even still exist? <gasps> Yo, real quick, I'm gonna change lanes. Did you hear about Lady Gaga's dogs? Probably. Yes! Did you hear about Lady Gaga's dogs? That is so sad. <gasps> what the fuck is wrong with people? That's horrible. I hope that they're not mistreating those those puppies. She's already put out a reward before they even said it was a hostage situation or like a ransom situation. Can you believe that? A, a man got shot for those dogs. Yeah, or he died? they don't know if it's related. That. He lived, but I don't. I don't know if they've said if it's related or not. Like I don't know if they targeted him because they knew it was Lady Gaga's dog walker, or if they just like wanted to rob him while he was walking dogs. Who knows? Um, Interesting. Anyway, so the other thing that I on that TikTok was about the peanut butter jelly time singer. Do you know about this? No. Okay, so. Um, it tripped me up because I, I didn't, it just like caught me by surprise. So the Peanut Butter Jelly Time song, uh, I'm one of those annoying people that loves to sing it randomly. So that's why it caught my <laughs> attention. Uh, the singer of that was Snoop Dogg's brother-in-law and the lead singer of the group Buckwheat Boys. His name is Jermaine Fuller. And there was an 11-hour shootout between he and the police. It w- Okay, so what happened was he shot a cop, which the guy survived, thankfully, but he then he then took two men hostage and ended up taking his own life after barricading himself in a Las Vegas apartment. And it was like 11 hours that they were trying to get him out of there. Um, the hostages escaped unharmed and, re- and a recording was played over the phone for Fuller's brother-in-law, Snoop Dogg, attempting to convince him to surrender. Uh, but he didn't, and he was found dead in the apartment's bathroom, holding a handgun in his right hand with a gunshot wound to his right temple, and the police stated that no officer had fired, so it was just assumed that he committed suicide at the end of that. And then uh, that directly led to the disbandment of the group uh, Buckwheat Boys. They also sing the song uh, Ice Cream and Cake. Why Pretty wild. Familiar. Um Ice cream and cake. Do the ice cream and cake because Baskin Robbins was like all about it. Uh, I don't remember. Whenever they did their ice cream cakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then the next thing I wanted to ask you about is if you've noticed any Mandela effects that have flipped back to their original dimension form. Um, I don't know. The only one that well, I don't even. Well, I don't know what the original dimension would be but i honestly thought that jane goodall was dead i remember you texted me about that let's see if anyone else i was maybe there are more people because i personally i i don't know if i recognized that i was confused and then realized that she was still alive but i did a while back um 
but I, I might have been that I just didn't know if she was still alive or not. And I remember looking it up, but I'm not sure if it was a Mandela effect for me. But maybe other people out there can um, side with you on that one because that's an interesting one. I hadn't heard that one before. Um, I thought she like got killed by like poachers or some shit. I mean, that sounds like something that would have happened. Who knows, guys? If you guys think that uh, think the same thing that Daniela does, let us know because that's interesting. Um, the one I did notice was Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops is back, baby. It is oh, F R O O T, and then Loops. I noticed that one, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait till to see if someone notices it. And it was tripping me out because when I was looking it up, it was back to normal. It was like. The wrong way is now the right way, whereas last year it was fruit spelled F-R-U-I-T, and everybody was like, no, it's fr- it's fruit. It's not at two O's, but then now it's Fruit Loops again, and uh, I noticed it when I was listening to the Sesh podcast with Kendall, Ray, and Janelle. They're from the Mile Higher podcast, if anybody listens to them, but they started their own podcast, and they were talking about it, and I was like, whoa, other people have noticed, and then I went and found people in the comments who tagged her in one of Kendall Ray's videos talking about Mandela Effects and whether or not the world actually did end in 2012. It's a pretty interesting video. Y'all go check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, and it, it brings up how Fruit Loops is spelled F-R-U-I-T. So what? They were they got caught. Nobody can say Mandela Effect isn't wrong now. Or isn't uh, a thing now. In my opinion. Because I actually found something oh, that proves to be it. fair. Yes. But to be fair though. Those brands... They flip flop. I looked I mean, that up they too. Changed their fucking logo. They changed it in the sixties. What? They changed it in the sixties. So apparently, according to our current history in this dimension, Fruit Loops has been double O since the sixties. But I clearly remember it being F R U I T like last year, whenever everybody was talking well, about because it. Because everyone was like losing their minds. Yeah. Yes. What the fuck? Yes. <clears throat> I can't tell. I can't tell if I'm just talking at the same time you are or if I'm lagging. Well, slow down in that case. Maybe the dimension is lagging because we figured it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, that was my... <laughs> okay, that right now it doesn't sound like it because, I don't know. Maybe you just take a little bit to respond to what I say. I just want to make sure I'm not. I feel like there's a long ass. Yeah, I'm just trying not to talk over you because I'm noticing that too, that I keep doing that. So I'm like. <gasps> You're not sure if I'm done? Exactly. <laughs> well, and then I fucking pause in between talking. So that's even. Hey, we're that? still, we're okay. still learning. Um, <laughs> anyways, that's it. That, that was, uh, <laughs> that was my part. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Um, Do you want to know a sad one that was on that same TikTok? What? Um, that whales. No. no. <laughs> whales don't die of old age. Or like there's not a specific thing that they die of. They just get too weak to swim back to the surface. So they slowly drown and sink to the bottom. No. I when believe... you're old. Why would you tell me that? I don't know. Because I had to endure the sadness. Every Dude, now I just realized that every whale dies like horrific at the bottom. Either they get like bit by something and like 
it like really fucks them up and then they just die from like some sort of infection or something. Mm -hmm. Or they just stop breathing. They just drown. Drown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. While things are eating them down there. Sharks and shit. Stop it. (laughs) It's the circle of life. But do they have to die horrifically every time? What if two whales are together their whole lives and then one of them's like, I can't make it back to the top anymore. You have to go on without me. And then the other one tries to help it. And I can't. Oh, my God. Why would you do this? Would you start out so sad? And here we go. Excellent. All right. So today we're going to do the succubus and incubus demons. (laughs) Okay. So what do you picture? Like what description do you have of a succubus <laughs> like what do you think it looks like um definitely voluptuous like curvy seductive very like charming i guess i don't know just like a woman with probably horns she's okay. a demon the typical um neck beards fantasy yes <laughs> with big old titties and a round rump. And they're always shiny. Yeah, right? What the fuck is that? They got oil on them all the time? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is your version. Okay, the modern version. For those of you that don't know what a succubus is, it's a demon or supernatural entity in folklore, the female form, that appears in dreams to seduce men, usually through sexual activity. She basically rapes them. According to religious traditions, repeated sexual activity or rape with a succubus can cause poor physical and mental health, even death. Wow. So today the word succubus conjures up the image that we just said, the long wavy hair, silky skin, and flawless curves. They wear skimpy leather costumes to flaunt their bodies, and they don't try to hide the telltale signs of their demonic nature. The bat wings, the barbed tail, the curved horns, and glowing eyes are all common among the modern succubi. Mm. But these she-demons weren't always so glamorous. From the dawn of their legend, well through the medieval ages, succubi were considered hideous, deformed creatures. They were somewhat smaller than average people, and they stooped and crawled instead of walking upright. And their feet were like raptors and their face like gargoyles and their fingers tipped in ragged claws. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's nothing like what they look like now. I don't know. I don't I don't know how it got there, but it got there. Whoa. So, again, there is a distinct difference between today's succubi and the succubi of ancient legend. The she demons of today have intense charisma and seductive powers to match their good looks. They're clever creatures who can tantalize men with their words as much as their bodies. They can be domineering and vengeful if they're slighted, but they ultimately take pride in their ability to please and manipulate men. Mm. I know a couple of girls that are like that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The ancestors of today's succubi, on the other hand, had personalities as nasty as their looks. They were sneaky, controlling, and malicious. Despite being sex crazed, they had no interest in pleasing men. Instead, they used sex for their own purposes. 
to please themselves, to correct the pious, to gain life, force, or even have children. Whoa. I didn't know they were fertile like that. Well, we're about to get into that. It's a hybrid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the succubi have been around since the dawn of folklore. Uh, they can be found in cultures all over the world. India has the, I think it's Yakshini. Mm. Arabia has the Garina. Native Americans have the Deer Woman. China has the Mogwai. And Greece has the Lamia. Every time I read that word, I think of the demon from Drag Me to Hell. Ooh. Shit scares the fuck out of me. Like just hearing the name, like whoa, it freaks me out. And I have to say, oh, that was true. <laughs> oh, geez, <laughs> that fucking movie scared me. It was very corny, but it was still kind of terrifying. I agree. The ending like shook the fuck out of me. The beginning too, I guess, but the ending more. I didn't think There's it was gonna no end. Escape. That I know that was horrible. And it was very graphic. Like I'd never pictured being dragged hmm. to hell like that. Like I didn't picture it like that at all. Jeez. I'm like, did anybody else see that? We're at a train station. Yeah, and fucking Justin <laughs> Long's face. Oh my god. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Ooh, ooh. He his face, he does a really good uh terror face. I think he's so handsome. He's great. He needs to be in more scary movies. You seen Tusk? I have not because Jeremy said it was too long. <laughs> it's it's not as good. But he said he's it was in too there. long, and I it was gonna lose. Yes, he said I was gonna lose interest because it was not mm -hmm. great. But but if you like Justin Long making those faces, that that's the perfect one to watch. Yeah. Is it unsettling? Yeah, it's pretty much like Human Centipede, except Justin Long is being turned into a walrus. I've seen the pictures of what he looks like as a walrus. Mr. Tusk. When he wakes up without his legs is the face that I'm thinking. Oh, Lord. I kind of want to watch that now. but <laughs> Just for that. Yeah. So it's impossible to know which of these legends came first. Most likely, they all evolved separately around the same time. Which, how the fuck does that work? Whoa. The word succubus, which is a combination of Latin words meaning to lie down, first appears Whoa. in medieval English. Yeah, that's... Succumb. Succumb. Ooh, stop it. <laughs> by the late 15th century, these she-demons were well-known and often discussed by theologians who tried to explain their origin their, and their ability to reproduce, etc., Later, succubi popped up in witch hunts. Women who tried to seduce men were accused of being succubi in disguise, while women who became pregnant outside of wedlock were accused of consorting with incubi. What? Yeah. But that's fine. I feel I'll like that it. was just, um, I feel like, I don't know, women like to explain what the fuck happened to them so that they wouldn't be like called looked a at a certain way. Yeah, they were like, oh, an incubus came and raped me. Or maybe or maybe that really happened to some of them. <gasps> During the Renaissance and Romantic period, interest in grotesque, subversive female demons declined. Instead, artists shift their attention to the greases to the greases. 
That's what it is. I don't know why I fucking okay. To the Greeks, Lamia, who were both beautiful and unfairly cursed. Ooh, I should have read more in that story, but that fucking word scares me, so I didn't. Oh. Um, It wasn't until the rise of Gothic literature that succubi began to reclaim the spotlight, but they were still changed from their original form, being more beautiful and intelligent. Now for the incubus. Mm. The incubus is a male sex demon who preys on women, especially while they're asleep. They rape and impregnate them. The victim may wake up during the rape or may not know anything has happened until her health suddenly deteriorates as she hosts the incubus's parasitic baby. So since demons cannot produce or reproduce on their own, some say the succubi and incubi work together to produce offspring. Succubi collect semen from their tryst with men, then pass the semen off to incubi who corrupt and strengthen the seed, then use it to impregnate women. What? I don't know how they... How do you corrupt? It's a process. I, I just picture, like, this fucking plastic container with jizz in it, and they're, like, just whispering shit to it. <laughs> now you're corrupted. <laughs> um. When the child, called a cambion, is born, it will have dem- demonic characteristics thanks to the touch of the succubus and incubus. Side note, Hellboy from the comics and the movies is a uh, cambion, hmm. and the wizard Merlin is sometimes considered a cambion as well. Whoa. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't know that. Interesting. Uh, Clearly, these two sex demons have many similarities and a close working relationship, but some scholars have suggested an even deeper connection. Succubi and incubi are, in fact, the same creature. They're able to shift between female and male forms according to their sexual partners. Wait, they're able to do what now? They're able to shift between female and male forms according to their sexual partners. Whoa. Isn't that weird? I'd never thought of that. Well, I feel like what's the point of having two kinds in that case? But, I mean, hey, they do what they wish. I guess whatever's suitable. I guess if they – do, are they attracted to humans? Or, like, is it just, like, they just need them to use them? It just doesn't matter? Yeah, they just need to use them. But I, I think it's – what like – Back in the day, people didn't fucking know that that could be a thing. Like that, you could that a demon could be transformed. Like yeah, that it, I mean, they thought of all other kinds of weird ass shit, but that was not a thing apparently. So then the so the the demon would find uh, an appropriate like human, and then just depending on what the human was, they would just transform for what they needed. Yes, to I be. feel like whatever they needed, like if they already had sperm, then they would find a woman, and mm. if they well the shit they'd always have to find a dude that always okay yeah. Indian. Hmm. yeah interesting so what's the difference between an incubus and a vampire <laughs> vampires and incubus demons are similar enough that some people think the legend of one has originated from the legend of the other the difference between an incubus and a vampire is that a vampire is essentially a zombie like human not a demonic entity 
A vampire is a dead human, and incubus is non-human. Mm. Okay. So the different I keep saying incubus, but I it's like both, I guess. Um but yeah, okay. So stories of the incubus and succubus demon are told in many different cultures around the world. In German folklore, the Alp is a vampire-like creature who visits his victims at night. It wears a cape called a tarnkeppe, which is instilled with magical powers. In African folklore, the Popobaya, the Popobawa, Bawa, I think that's it, hmm. is a shape-shifting evil spirit who stalks victims at night from the shadows. The way to stop a Popobawa from repeatedly attacking you is to tell other people you've been victimized by one. Okay. So just talk, so talking about it kind of gets rid of it? I guess. I mean... I would think talking about it would make it stronger or something. Yeah, I like don't know. Like with anything else. Interesting. Well, I guess that's good. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at least there's a way out kind of. Yeah. If people will listen to you. If people believe you. Or else they like shun you and then you're alone out there with a the demon on your back still. In Chilean <laughs> folklore, the, the Trauco... I think it is. The Traco is a small, ugly, humanoid creature who attracts and attacks women. These attacks aren't restricted to nighttime, but the victims often end up pregnant. Ooh. In Brazilian folklore, Boto Encantado is a dolphin shapeshifter from a traditional Amazon River folklore. During the night, an Amazon River dolphin becomes a handsome young man who seduces girls, impregnates them, and returns to the river in the morning to become a dolphin again. And apparently they have to wear a hat when they transform to cover their blowholes. Whoa. I read this, a memory unlocked in my brain, and I was like, holy fuck, this was on the wild thornberries. Was it? It was. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And you said Brazil. This is where that yeah, is it an urban legend? Or what yeah. do they consider that? It's a uh, yeah, I guess. Folklore is urban legends, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then Okay, interesting. So he has to wear a hat so that you can't tell what the hell he is. Yeah, that's weird though. If you can transform a whole ass dolphin body into a human, how are you gonna forget the fucking blowhole? I guess it's just how it stays. Just like if there's like a fish creature, they have to keep their gills or something. Is that maybe uh, that's yeah. the same yeah. kind of thing? It's a good point there. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole fucking thing about it. Like there's supposed to be this like Atlantis in or is Atlantica in The Little Mermaid. But there's supposed to be some like city under the water that's like filled with like riches and like uh, it's like supposed to be this utopia down there but some women like actively look for this motherfucker so that they can go back with him he's slippery yeah that's really weird <laughs> <laughs> um the in hungarian folklore the leader is a satanic lover it can have the body of a human, but leaves the footsteps of a horse. 
I have a satanic lover. Ew. I'm scared. Footsteps always creep me out. Or, you know, footprints. Hoofprints. Hoofprints specifically, yes. Yeah, that is weird. Ooh, it reminds me of that one that you did where those hoofprints were, like, in the snow forever. Like, through a whole-ass village. Forever? It went on for a long time. Don't you remember which one? There was a Jersey Devil. Oh, yes, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In South African folklore... Um, a tokoleshi is a small, hairy, supernatural being uh, who is said to rape women and bite off children's toes while they're sleeping. Um, chop or like, do they eat them or what the hell? They just take them. I mean, they bite them off. They just they're little snacks. Yeah, they're little um, baby carrots. Little smokies. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, little smokies. Anyway, wow. And what's he called again? And then barbecue sauce. <laughs> hey, that sounds good. It does. God damn it. <laughs> um, it's called a tokoloshi. Whoa. In Norse folklore, a mare is a demonic being that sits on a sleeping person's chest and causes them to have nightmares. Uh. Oh, like that painting, The Nightmare? Yes, I think that is actually right. Where the little demon is sitting on top of him. <gasps> oh, so then people who have like sleep paralysis probably are familiar. It's oh, funny. Lord. I was looking up how to say the fucking word and mm-hmm. I realized it's the end of fucking nightmare. It's a mare. <gasps> or like a female horse. That's what I thought at first. And then... <laughs> And then I looked it up and I was like, what the fuck? Jeez Louise. Um, in Western Christianity, Christian theologian Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> oh, that's not right. Aquinas. Aquinas? Aquinas. I don't I fucking had it right in my brain and now it doesn't want to come out. But anyways. He believed in the incubus and succubus demons, saying, Still, if some are occasionally begotten from demons, it's not from the seed of such demons, nor from their assumed bodies, but from the seed of men, taken for the purpose as when the demons assume first the form of a woman and afterwards of a man, just so they take the seed of other things for other generating purposes. That was a whole ass but that's what he said <laughs> yes ma'am basically the whole how they reproduce thing they take seeds they take s- semen Ugh. semen Where it's weird. all tied together again the yes. sea the semen the Stop creatures and- well nobody Stop knows what the fuck we're talking about because they didn't hear that episode oh yeah <sighs> again anyways okay so i have some there are five creepy facts okay so number one because the incubus visits its victims at night the word incubus comes from the latin word incubo which literally Mm. means a nightmare induced by such a demon 
Wow. Number two, because an incubus can become fixated on a particular victim, some women have died from exhaustion after being visited by the same incubus over and over. Yeah. That's yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. Number three, the incubus demon is mentioned in the earliest work of fiction we still have today, the Epic of Gilgamesh. In it, Gilgamesh's father is said to be a demon who attacks women in their sleep. Uh. Mm-mm. Number four, in some traditions, an incubus will put its victims in a trance so that they are unable to move or call for help. That's horrible. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? They're just awake, like Rosemary's baby. Stop it. <gasps> Number five, one study found that as many as 11% of people will have an experience in their lifetime that may be described similarly to an attack by an incubus. Though the study characterizes the phenomena as a form of sleep paralysis. Oh, man. Now, you may be wondering where the fuck these demons came from, and I have an answer for you. Are you ready? Yes, tell me. Oh my gosh, yes. Possibly the most famous seductress of all time, Lilith, (laughs) is known as the mother of all succubi. She appears in Sumerian, Egyptian, Greek, Roman, Judaic, and Christian mythology. Lilith, called Lilithu, first appeared in Sumerian culture as a goddess of fertility and witchcraft. Uh, Yeah, I was going to mention that I don't consider Mm -hmm. her a demon, but that's just some... Is is she just more so like a... Goddess? Yeah, or like a... I mean, magic, which more close to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Consider. It's funny because she's like the resident in not entity, the resident I don't I I want to say goddess because that's what I think of her, but like both me and Jeremy like believe in her. Mhm. But Jeremy sees her as a demon and I see her as a goddess, so it's really weird. That's wild. Later, the Assyrians and Babylonians associated her with dark demons. The Greeks gave Lilith who they called the Lamia is an extensive backstory. She was a beautiful woman who Hera transformed into a monster after her beauty attracted Zeus's roving eye. Mm-hmm. In her new monstrous form, Lamia roamed the world seducing men and eating babies. Uh, <laughs> casual. <laughs> um, okay, so in Judeo Christian mythology, they also put their own spin on Lilith's legend. They describe her as Adam's first wife, created at the same time as him. Unlike Eve, Eve wasn't made yet. Whoa. Yeah, Lilith was first. Uh, but she's not considered a woman? Lilith? Yes. Mm-hmm. At first she is. She is supposed to okay. be his wife. Because like now when you hear the first woman created, you just hear about Eve. Yes. Well, this is... Okay another version of it or yeah but unlike eve lilith was no meek partner she refused to honor adam as a leader Mm -hmm. well basically he like well what like what i've heard is that he would i don't know try to be like like fucking how guys are now with their fucking macho shit so i heard that he was basically like the macho Shit that's going on now. The mansplainer? Yes, basically. 
great. <laughs> so, yeah, he wanted her to do everything that he fucking said and that his way was law and shit. And she wanted to go off and explore. And he was like, fuck no. Mm-hmm. So instead, she went off exploring on her own and discovered the Red Sea, where hordes of demons lived. The rebellious woman found that she liked the demons more than Adam, so she mated with them and began burying Lilim at the rate of more than 100 per day. These Lilim went out into the world as demons, some of them as sexy and independent as their mother. These became the succubi. (gasps) Iconic. I also heard another variation of that story that she went into the Garden of Eden and the snake also spoke to her and it was Lucifer. It was this remember, I think I sent you that TikTok. You might have. But it basically it was supposed to be Lucifer or yeah, it's Lucifer that was talking to her and he seduced her and mm-hmm. she slept with him. And mm-hmm. I, I think they like fell in, like they, they actually like fell in love or some shit. And so she went with him and then she became the mother of demons after that. Wow. And God had to fucking make Eve because Lilith left. Oh, yes. Okay. Now it all lines up. I was like, where's Eve in all this? I would, She would have might have gone and followed Lilith if she was around. Yeah. But she said, this is boring. I want to go party with the demons. I'm sure God was like, okay, we're not going to make another version. I need to tone it down on the independence mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> tone down the spice on this one. <laughs> Turn down the spice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the trend that's been going on, Republican Sona. Oh, shit. I thought you were talking about something else. But yeah, that's funny. Somebody's going to have to hold his hand. All those- and that's Eve. That is exactly right. Until she turns, but anyways. Hey, but that makes sense. All the, okay, no offense to any Christians that are listening and are not like (laughs) this, but all the Christian women that are like God-fearing. Modest. Yes. Those are Eve and the rest of us are Lilith. Or how she was meant to be, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, I know. And then we're all pitted against each other when, like, there's no point to be pitted against each other because anyways. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is it? Classically Abby, I found out. I was getting so many ads on my YouTube for her, and it turns out she was paying for that shit, even though I would be like, don't show me this. I don't have anything wrong with, like, conservatism or, like, how women choose to dress or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it was just literally instructing women on how to be – better conservative women and it was kind of like putting down people who aren't that and it i found out that she's ben shapiro's uh sister of course on to the yeah you're right though um god fearing god honored god honoring and um nothing wrong with that if you want to be that way but if you're gonna fucking talk shit mm-hmm. to the liliths of the world you need to fucking mm-hmm. in your lane Stay on yep. your side of the garden. <gasps> That's the name of this episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the rest of you, you can come to the dark side if you want. I feel like it's just like, okay, is it a feminine quality to just be curious like that? Like uh, Apparently, that's the whole Pandora thing. Yes. It Guys all links up. Guys are curious because they already know everything. Who's not curious? Guys. 
I'm being sarcastic. Right. But <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. The women are curious and that's bad. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there. But <clears throat> <laughs> okay, so I have some encounters with the both incubus and succubus. In December 2012, in Bakersfield, California, a young man named Ethan had a demonic encounter. After returning from school, Ethan was tired and worn out, but still had plenty of but still had plenty of homework to do. He worked late into the night, finally before finally collapsing into bed. He fell asleep instantly, but did not sleep soundly. He dreamt that an evil being was in his home and it was trying to get into his room. It finally broke in, and as soon as it did, Ethan jolted awake with a ringing sound in his ears. Ethan felt the demon. It was on the... Oh, God of mercy. <gasps> Ethan <laughs> felt the demon. It was on the wall behind his head, holding Ethan's limbs down. Ew. Oh, no. That gave me a fucking chill. Gross. I'm scared. Anything on the wall, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like that shit either. Oh, oh my god, that scared me. <laughs> okay. Um, it had something in his ears, and his left ear began to vibrate violently. The strange sensation Ooh. spread to his right ear as well. I am so sorry that I'm going to interrupt this fucking story to tell you this, but this morning, I was wearing my, <laughs> I'm wearing my sweater. It's like I don't know what it's made out of, but it's like. I don't know, but I was wearing my sweater and I took it off and there was a shit ton of static going on mm-hmm. and I had my fucking earphones in connected to my phone. <laughs> Dude, I literally shocked myself so hard. <laughs> I heard the buzz in my ears. Like it traveled through the earphones into my mm-hmm. ears. Yep. This never happened to me before. I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> you thought somebody was about to try to whisper in your AirPod or your earphone? Dude, I was like, what? I just fucking zapped my brain. Like, what just happened? That's what I get scared about because the dogs get so much static on them. And the same thing happens like with my – when I have headphones in, it freaking sounds buzzy like that. Yes. Like, I just sizzled some brain cells. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, I fried something in there. <laughs> like, some bacon in there. <laughs> that's right scary. Wax. That applies. Ew, that's disgusting. Right before we got started, I was watching um, this guy clean AirPods. Because I have a weird fear about that. I constantly clean mine. That but is- I feel like wearing them too much freaking makes weird earwax in your ear. So I'm scared I'm going to get something inside my ear because I wear them. Oh, my God, Abby. That's... I, you want to hear a funny story now that we're talking about ears? <laughs> of course, this happened to me. I was in like third grade or fourth grade getting a lot of uh, earaches. And so at nighttime, I would put uh, cotton balls in my ear. Uh-huh. And one day I woke up and it wasn't in there anymore. And I was like, okay, it's in the bed or whatever. So I go to school and a few days go by and I'm like, dang, this earache is not going away. So I go to the doctor and the fucking cotton ball is inside like on my eardrum. Oh my god, Abby! All, like all the way in there, so uh, they had to like flush it out, and it came out, and it was disgusting. And I never put cotton balls in my ears ever again. How the fuck did that? What size cotton ball did you fucking <laughs> put in there? Just I don't know. I don't know if I like stuck my finger and like it 
like I pushed it in or if it like while I was sleeping and like I squenched it up too much and it just like slid in there. But yeah, that happened. That is fucking terrifying. They had to like take hydrogen peroxide and like a little tube and like put it in my ear and just flush it until that thing. And it sounded awful. It felt horrible. It felt like I hate getting water in my ears and stuff like that. So I had to sit there and just endure it without pissing myself. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude. I especially getting your ear flushed when you have an earache. Oh, it's like fucking. It's like getting, afterwards, it was such a relief. Good lord. Yeah, I'm freaking imagining mm-hmm. you can finally hear again. You're like, oh, what's that? I know, and now I and now I'm worried about my hearing. I feel like I don't hear as well, and I'm like, am I pushing earwax into my ear with my freaking AirPods or well, what? You know that you are notorious for what'd you say, or like you fucking make up a word that you thought you heard, but that's not what it was. That's part of my comedy, but no, I'm just kidding. I, Sometimes I really can't hear. <laughs> I'd be like, Abby, can you come count this register? And you're like. <laughs> Who had some garlic bread? <laughs> I'd be like, and what happened to the hamster? <laughs> and then you would start laughing. Yes. Ethan fought as best as he could, but could not break free. He cursed at the being and tried to free his arms and legs. The demon only laughed at him, an eerie and horrific sound that was neither deep nor high-pitched. The demon cried out soon and released Ethan. Ooh. Ethan sat up rapidly leaping out of the bed to turn on the lights. But when the light flooded his bedroom, there was nothing out of the ordinary. However, Ethan's dogs were acting abnormal, barking, leaping at the door, and trying desperately to get to their owner. Oh my God. He went to the bathroom and was startled to see his reflection in the mirror. His eyes were bloodshot, with the whites of his eyes completely red. That's what bloodshot means. <gasps> Ethan realized that he had been visited by a succubus demon. Ethan remains terrified of the demon returning, but he has not had another incident ever since. That is terrifying. Yeah, as Lilith fucking barks in the other room. Oh my god. Okay. I know, and Fawn is over here purring or something. Okay, so here's the next one. Um, I was with a guy for two years, and he would always tell me about scary and paranormal things that would happen at his house. He told me once that he was sleeping, and he woke up around 3 in the morning. He told me he couldn't move for about five minutes and that he was covered in a cold sweat. All of a sudden, he felt a cold hand on his neck. It started caressing him, and he still couldn't move. He then felt lips on his neck, and whatever it was started kissing him. He told me of another time when he was washing his hair in the sink because he didn't want to get into the shower. I guess the sink was really deep, and he could fit his whole head underneath the faucet. He then felt a force holding his head down in the water for almost a minute, and he was unable to breathe. He told me that succubuses could try and ruin the relationships of the people they're following to try and get them all to themselves. He would argue, we would argue and fight for no reason, so I started to believe something was going on, like with succubus. Bitch, that is... That sounds very fucking fishy. That's like... I wonder if that's common and we don't notice like what that means. Maybe, but that also sounds like he was cheating on her and he just made up some bullshit to fucking freak her out. True. Dang it. I have this hickey on my neck because some fucking demon came in and sucked on it. Great. Yeah, I'd buy that. No, I'm just kidding. 
Um, that sucks. Yeah. I'd be like, show me some proof. Right. There's does that so okay, so then does one partner ever get attacked or raped while um there's the other partner is in there? Or is it always like when they're alone? Because then there's no way to really have a witness for this kind of thing. Didn't that lady you were telling me about didn't that happen with her husband there? I couldn't figure out if they were in bed together or if they were just married and like she told him about it. I I'm not sure. Like I would have to read read it because I didn't really yeah, a lot of this sounds like somebody was cheating and they just made that excuse. One of my fucking ex-boyfriends, one of my ex-boyfriends told me that he went and hung out with his friends one weekend, like out of town, and he came back with a hickey on his neck and he said that his friends were roughhousing with him and they pulled on his necklace and he got a burn on his neck. Mm-hmm. And another time, I'd be like, let's try it. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, let me fucking find out. And then another time he told me that he a hickey showed up on his neck because he'd been moving couches and the exertion caused this rash to come out. I don't – it was a whole fucking thing. Wow. I have no idea how I even dealt with any of that. But, yeah. Uh, well, he didn't say a fucking succubus came in and they might as well have dang. But um, I would tell my mom that the seatbelt irritated my neck. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. I never I just put fucking concealer on that shit. And my mom never said anything if she did notice. So. Dang. I don't know. They're fucking Look gross. At you. I mean, it's nice when they're happening, but oof, afterwards, no. Uh, I I remember arguing with you and Jess about this that I never really had a problem with them. But I mean, being older now, do I have a problem with them? Do I think they look gross? Mm, no, I don't. Wow, I don't know what it is. I don't. I think they look trashy gross. or something. I don't. Not even. They're just like bruises. I guess trashy. I don't know. I don't. This girl would come to school and it literally looked like a bunch of bruises all over her neck. Like she would come with them all the time. Yeah. I think that is also slightly annoying that they like proudly are like, look at my badges of honor. Like you look like a dumbass. It looks like your boyfriend choked you. She's proud of it. Let her be. She's a succubus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Or they're with a succubus. I'm not slut shaming, but that shit is just okay. Everybody, what's the what's the new public opinion on hickeys? I personally haven't seen them in a long time. Not like I used to, but it might just be that I'm in a different environment now that I'm older. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I used to, or maybe just the towns you're in. Like, is it a trend or what? Like, when you go to the store, how many people do you see with hickeys on their neck? I used to see a ton. I don't anymore. Don't know why. It's out of style. Yeah, or the hickeys are placed elsewhere. Ooh, that's a good one. On their assholes. <laughs> On the thighs. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. Have you ever? Nope. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever loved somebody so much? You. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Oh, that last story was by Reddit user Sienna Bears. Whoa. Okay. So next. 
Basically, I was going on about five months without getting laid, and no matter what I did, I just couldn't seem to make it happen, and I was kind of obsessing over it. One night, being weird, I was laying in bed just staring into silent darkness to trip myself out. What is wrong with you? The air kind of looked like static, and I thought to myself, just let it happen. And that when I completely relaxed and tried to lose myself – oh, and then – I completely relaxed and tried to lose myself in the darkness. It felt really comfortable, and I started feeling um, rushes of new energy. It felt good. And then it went to my dick, and it felt super good. Whoa. I was just chilling, thinking I was tripping, and I felt an essence reach through my body and lightly hold on to my colon. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. It was Mm. gentle, but it felt very strong, and I felt comfortable that I wouldn't be harmed because if it wanted to harm me, it could very easily. Yeah, duh. Uh, I could Mm -hmm. feel this energy on top of me and through me. It kept getting more intense, and I loved it. I wanted more and more. And that's when it hit me. Holy shit, is this a succubus? I tried to lift my arms, and I couldn't. I felt this weighted, heavy comfort mixed with sexual invigoration, and I didn't even have to move. I eventually was able to lift my arm, and then I laid it down again, and the process started back. I kept going back and forth because, one, it felt awesome, and two, from what I know about succubi, they are energy vampires, and I can't have that. What? Okay, you can't have that, but anyways. Mm -hmm. So with all the willpower I could muster, I stopped this amazing feeling moment and forced myself out of bed to the couch where I watched YouTube videos. The sensation started again, and I was super turned on. I went back and forth once again until eventually I resorted to saying, no, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave, even though I'm not a Christian. Did he? Really? (laughs) Wow. Even though I'm not a Christian, I've just heard that that's what you're supposed to say. Um, Wow. So I stayed sitting up for two hours until finally going back to sleep. That was from an anonymous Reddit user. Whoa. So you didn't let him uh, go to completion. I guess not. That's really weird. Maybe also, does it is it a difference? Like, how can you tell the difference between just spectrophilia where it's a ghost versus when it's a demon? Because it's like too forceful or something? Like you can just tell the energy's different. Uh, maybe? maybe it's just based on what people believe. Or or yeah, if they're if they're accepting of it, it's sex with a ghost. But if they're fighting it off and it's not working, it's um rape by a demon. Yes. I guess. Yes, exactly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Once again, how you perceive it all. Yes. Would you let it happen? <gasps> And uh, no, I told you this in the very first episode that we did. I would be very scared. You said you'd be like, I don't care what kind of entity you are. You are not welcome inside of me yeah. in any kind of way. It's just because it's scary. Like, I, I mean, yeah. see it. Oh, even if I could see it, I would just be fucking terrified. Well, I mean, think about it that this way. If you let them in, uh, if you let them do that, imagine what else they'll be capable of doing in your life. Ooh. No, don't do that. Invasive. Wow, creepy. Next, uh, it kind of comes naturally when you have the libido of an incubus yourself. I have, this one's so weird. I have three to four incubi around, depending on who I reach out to, and I enjoy their company daily. 
Mm. I don't like to share the experiences I have with them because people tend to objectify them as some kind of tools to be used for their own needs and desires, only to discard them once they're satisfied. Succubi don't appreciate that. Not one bit. If you're not just looking for to use them for a quick fling and have specific questions, let me know. Reddit user Robert eighty one two thousand and three. That gives me very strong fedora energy for some reason. Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> that is I don't exactly know how to explain it. That's exactly what I pictured. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! We're on the same page. Um, because Adam's apple wow. sticks out a lot too. <laughs> oh wow! Well, he's into it, so good for him. Adam's apple uh, just connected the two. That's funny. <laughs> okay well he can have fun with his um harem Four. of succubi interesting another is about three years ago i visited my parents in the philippines they live in a big house in a quiet province away from the city after a long flight from la and another flight to another island i took a nap in one of the many rooms that they had I was, it was about mid afternoon and I was awakened by someone caressing my hair. Like it was, they were moving it away from my face. I didn't care at first because I was so tired and didn't rationalize the situation yet. Then I felt someone kiss my lips. I still remember because I felt moist lips, which was a little, which was a little chapped kiss me. I felt moist lips, which was a little chapped. Oh, okay. I see. I felt moist lips, which were a little chapped, kiss me gently while it put... How is it moist and chapped at the same time? I'm thinking it's because whenever you have chapped lips, um, the moisture only stays on the surface of your lips. So that's the difference. Um, Like if you were to take a drink of water and you didn't have chapstick on, that's what it would feel like. Like it feels dry on your lips, but you can tell there's drips on there or something. I see. I see. Okay, so yes, they kissed him with the chapped moist lips while it put its hand behind my back uh, in it, where the arch is. Only then did I realize that something was off. I was too scared to open my eyes. I didn't want it to know I was awake. I thought it was a real person who broke in. When I suddenly had the courage to open my eyes, it was a bluish clear figure on top of me. Ew. Yeah, it was broad daylight. I couldn't and didn't want to look at him in the eyes. He just disappeared after 10 seconds. I was freaked out. I didn't go back to sleep that day and ended up sleeping on a couch in my parents' room. I was around 25 that time. I don't do drugs or drink. Nothing could have altered to what I experienced. Whoa. Reddit user, no cake for you. Interesting. That was my next question is, you know how people say – Medication can give you side effects like hallucinations and stuff, but I'm wondering if the certain chemicals interacting with our brain just make us more open to seeing those things. Like it's closer yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I don't I know. It. I bleed it. Oh, snap. And next, I was in a dark place and there was some kind of ritual going on. These two people threw me down into a coffin that was in an open grave and then something had me by the waist and raped me. I actually woke up having an orgasm. Jesus Christ. Oh, I guess I took out the part where it was a dream. Okay. Um, (laughs) While drifting back to sleep, I kept hearing this voice saying things like, I've loved you from afar for so long. 
I adore you. Just let me love you, please. He said it over and over again, just begging me. I kept getting flooded with warm and fuzzy, lovey-dovey images. While this was happening, I heard another voice say, don't fall for it. It'll use whatever means it can. It'll use whatever means it could think of to try and get you to consent. It will lie to you. It will guilt you. It will intimidate past lovers in order to get to you. Just tell it to go away. So with a great deal of struggle, I was able to tell it to go away. Well, she did get hers, so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good for her. (laughs) High five, girlfriend. And that was Reddit user Zombie Thoven. Wow. Okay. I just got that that's Beethoven. Zombie Thoven. Cool. I like the name, too. There's three more. Yay. I awoke suddenly with an eerie amount of lucidity at about 2.54 a.m. And with equal parts apprehension and resignation, rolled out of bed. This dude willingly summoned a demon or a succubus. It's about time. Yes. So, okay. So he set up a pillow to sit on, turned on some binarial beats, and having been assured that the type of candle was largely inconsequential, lit my novelty kangaroo-shaped candle to begin the ritual. It's LOL. <laughs> After relaxing for a moment in the glow of the marsupial f- I like this nerd. Uh, I began to write a letter of intent to Lilith, the mother of all succubi, requesting that she send one of her daughters to pay me a visit. I'll leave the particulars of the letter to your imagination, but needless to say, it was classy. Once it was done, I addressed Lilith directly using a set phrase conveniently available on the internet. Before jabbing myself on the needle and allowing no less than five drops of blood to soak into the leather letter. Once the blood settled, I set the letter alight and relaxed in the glow, preparing to enter the closest thing to a trance that I could imagine. As I began to meditate, I focused on things that I'd read a first-time summoner would expect. These include, with varying degrees of rarity, a wind on your cheeks, a pressure on your chest, The sensation of being touched, mild to strong sexual arousal, mild kinetic activity, and full-blown manifestation. Ooh, the, no. Mm -hmm. The kinetic activity scares me. Yes. Because it's always staticky up in this bitch. I want to try it. I'll summon. I experienced all of the above, other than actual manifestation and a few other things too, such as what? And a few other things, then you didn't experience all of them. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Such as mild bodily bodily vibrations and a floating sensation. Oh, he experienced extra ah. with bodily vibrations and a floating sensation. Interesting. Additionally, I found that I could actually direct the sensation to different parts of my body by voicing out loud commands to touch various parts of my body. And every night of that week following the ritual, I experienced similar phenomena with varying degrees of intensity. And so all of this finally leads to me to conclude as at the outset of this experiment, I had hoped it would, that demons are definitively and undeniably real. 
ever before you rush off to summon yourself a succubus, hear me out because there's a catch. Although I did experience everything that was to be expected, these demonic symptoms were things I've mostly felt before. And it's likely that you have too, though you may not have been aware of it. This is because as your body transitions into sleep, lots of weird and foreign feelings wash over you. Oh, I'm freaking myself out. That happens to me as I'm waking up. What? Yeah, like um like a wet dream feeling. Like I had a like I had a sexual dream mm-hmm. and I wake up like that. Uh interesting. That's yeah, that is interesting. This is because your body as your body is transitioning into sleep, lots of weird and foreign feelings wash over you. However, at this stage you're a bit too far gone to actually notice. But if you enter this state consciously through meditation, you can experience it all in a very real and very intense manner. Some of the effects some of the effects include intense vibrations, euphoria, radical twitching, and my personal favorite, orgasmic full body soul lightning. Whoa. I wonder what that feels like. Ooh, I'm scared to even think about it. Rumor even has it that if you make it to the end of the cycle, you'll find yourself in a lucid dream. Though I tend to freak out before then. And that was it. I forgot to fucking write down who wrote it. I'm sure it's at the end. Okay, so the next two stories are actually case reports from doctors that have dealt with patients. That I love the mix of stories you chose. Yes. I'm surprised that I found these. But okay, so case report number one. An 18-year-old male from middle socioeconomic status who had no family history of any mental illness presented with an insidious onset and continuous illness of three years duration, characterized by delusion of persecution, delusion of reference, delusion of grandiosity. Literally felt like Moira just now. Uh, Delusion of control, auditory hallucination of commanding and discussing type, thought broadcast, Empathy, poor self-care, and marked socio-occupational dysfunction. In addition to the symptoms listed, he elaborated about someone having sexual intercourse with him against his will. On mental status examination, the patient appeared to be very much distressed with his... Okay, what the fuck was going on? He described the phenomena of auditory hallucination the commanding and discuss discussing type and thought broadcast. In addition, the patient explained that at night when he would go to his bed, he could feel the sensation of being touched by a female whom he could describe who he would describe as a good looking woman. He would be able to feel his private parts being touched, leading to erection and ejaculation as per patient. He did not want this experience. This what happened against his will Uh, He would feel guilty about having such an experience and having sexual contact with an unknown female, and he was fully convinced about having such an experience. Very occasionally, he would get up from the sleep after this experience and remain distressed and fearful. In his explanation, he had a strong belief that a witch was doing this, but would not be able to point out the exact figure of witch. His cognitive functions were intact and he had poor insight. Uh, 
There was hmm. no history suggestive of narcolepsy, insomnia, cyber, cyber, hypersomnia, sleep terrors, nightmares, sleep-related movement disorders, and sleep paralysis. Symptoms suggested of that syndrome, panic attacks, hmm. post-traumatic stress disorder, cognitive defects, and recent change in medications. Based on the available information, a diagnosis of schizophrenia was considered. His investigations mm-hmm. in the form of hemograms, renal function tests, liver function tests, serum electrolytes, thyroid function test, and magnetic re- resonant res- resonance. <laughs> 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 And magnetic (laughs) resonance imaging of his brain did not reveal any abnormalities. He was started on some fucking medicine, which was increased up to 15 milligrams a day. With which all his symptoms, including the phenomena of succubus, improved completely. He would not oh, report wow. he would now report lack of any such experience, but was not sure about the previous experience being real or part of the illness. Oh no, maybe she just went away. I get yeah, maybe. Uh, the medicine was Arapiprosol Arapoprazol. There it is. Look at you. No. I think that's it. Okay. Interesting. I really am curious. Like, so the men in this didn't touch themselves at all. They're just claiming that they were brought to completion by un- unseen hands yes. of a wo- of a womanly. Okay. Interesting. A womanly touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, case report number two. Jokes on them. It was an incubus the whole time. <laughs> a twenty-four-year-old graduate. Single female presented to emergency department after a suicide attempt. Exploration of history revealed that she was symptomatic since the age of 20. Her illness had an acute onset and was continuous in course. The symptoms were characterized by auditory hallucinations of commenting and discussing type. Suspiciousness, delusion of reference, delusion of persecution, delusion of control, thought echo, uh, remaining aloof, apathy, and poor self-care and marked I don't know what this is psychosocial dysfunction psychosocial is a slipknot song but anyways um oh yeah after about three years of on of onset of symptoms in addition to the aforementioned symptoms additionally she started claiming herself to be in the incarnation of a goddess and reported that she was approached at night by a male god for sexual intercourse. That is not good. It, I feel like in a past life, I was a goddess. Isn't that weird? Oh, that's not good. Whoa, I could see that. She would elaborate that whenever she would go to bed, she would be able to feel the presence of the male god whom she could feel over her body. She could also feel her legs being separated and would be <sighs> and would be able to feel movement of the hands over her body and would be able to feel movement of the phallus in her vagina. <gasps> That's what I need to know, like details. 
She felt it. She felt that member in her. Oh, Lord. She felt that hot dog in her bun. And then the nurse was tapping her knee and she was like, okay, ma'am, your pap smear is done. (laughs) (laughs) You can open your eyes now. Corroborative evidence from the family members who would share the bed with her. What the fuck? Confirmed patient making pelvic movements at night, which were not as her children. I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh oh. Uh, Confirm. Well, she was single, so I don't understand. I don't know. Mm. Oh, I mean, I guess she could still have kids, but like, or maybe her, she and her cousin were like best friends, and so she was sleeping over, and she was like, "What the hell are you doing in your sleep?" Okay. Confirmed patient making pelvic movements at night, which was not associated with any genital self stimulation. Okay. Uh, these would occur mostly after one to two hours of sleep. But there was a wide variation in timing with respect to sleep onset and these experiences. She held this belief with full conviction. She denied having orgasm during any such episodes. The patient was not distressed by these symptoms, rather would in, and she would rather enjoy this experience. Well, well, she's meeting with her man from a past life. Mm-hmm. Over the years, she had received adequate trials of alonzapin, that aripiprazole, and (laughs) and risperdone uh, without much benefit. Under the influence of auditory hallucinations, she jumped from the roof and landed landed in emergency. I don't know what the fuck these... I hate medical record notes. I hate them. Um... She sustained multiple fractures of both lower limbs. Initially, she was managed by the orthopedic doctor for her fracture. A bone doctor. And was clinically stabilized and then transferred to a psychiatric inpatient unit. There was no history suggested of any neurological... This is deficits. (laughs) (laughs) Narcolepsy, insomnia, hypersonia, sleep terrors, nightmares, sleep related movement disorders, panic attacks, post-traumatic stress disorder, any cognitive deficits, and substance abuse. Her routine investigations in the form of hemogram, renal function tests, liver function tests, serum electrolytes, thyroid function tests, and magnetic resonance imaging of brain did not reveal any abnormality. She was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. She was managed with electroconvulsive convulsive therapy and clozapine with which all her positive symptoms resolved. She also perceived significant improvement in the negative symptoms. She maintained well for the next year on clozapine without any relapse of symptoms. What happened after the year? I know. And the thing too is like, if they stop taking this medication, does it come back? I believe so. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, mm-hmm. he uh, is a paranoid schizophrenic, and when he doesn't take his medicine for like a week, he begins to see the hallucinations again. His are nothing Whoa. like this, though. So. Oh, okay. He sees like shit coming out of like his, like the poster for that movie, The Frighteners. Yes. And that's what he sees like in coming out of his oh. pillow, out of the walls, out of this. Oh, no. And they literally scare him. This motherfucker ain't scared of nothing, but that shit scares him. I can't even imagine. Yeah, because when you're seeing, 
Imagine you seeing something like that well, and nobody just can see like, it. I can't even imagine what how terrifying it has to look for him to be scared. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. Like, I can't. Wow. I, I'd probably shit myself. Like, no. And it's weird because when he takes his medication, he takes, like, enough medication to, like, kill a fucking horse and he drinks on top of that. So I don't know how he's still alive. But Liver. um, when he doesn't take the medication, he looks scary. Like one, there was one time where the pharmacy that he used wasn't taking mm-hmm. his insurance, so he couldn't ta- he couldn't get his medicine. Like he had to like sort all that shit out first, and it was taking a while. Mm-hmm. And he came over. I think it was, he'd been off it for two weeks at this point. And he came over, and his eyes were the size of fucking saucers, dude. Like his eyes were probably not been sleeping. He looked oh, no. terrifying, haggard. Like he just he looked crazy. Like he legit looked like he had just been released from an insane asylum, and he was gonna stab us all. Oh, no. And so we were, like, all drinking and shit. So I was a little bit nervous that he was going to lose his shit and kill us. But no, he didn't stay that long either because he knew that he was going to start feeling that type of way. But, Mm -hmm. um, wow, yeah, it was really crazy. But, yeah, uh, they they start to feel the symptoms again if they don't take their medicine. And it might not be the same kind of things that she or he sees. Or at least like mm-hmm. these people in these case reports, but <clears throat> I don't know. Wow. So what could be really happening in this whole incubus succubus thing? From a psychological slash political perspective, the legend of the succubus is fairly straightforward. In a patriarchal world, men were intimidated by women who took control of their own lives and their own sexuality, so they demonized any type of rebellious behavior. There might also be a biological explanation. 60% of the total human population suffers from sleep paralysis, uh, which is a sporadic condition that causes the brain to regain consciousness before the body does. So during an episode of sleep paralysis, people suffer from hallucinations involving all five senses, an extreme sense of terror. These symptoms could easily be mistaken for a demonic visitation. The incubus demon has also been cited as a possible way to explain real rapes or sexual assaults in cultures where women are otherwise unable to talk about it. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Awful. In the Malleus Maleficarum, which translates to Hammer of Witches, it's a German treatise on witchcraft from the 16th century. It tells of five things to do if you're attacked by an incubus slash succubus demon. Number one, an exorcism. Getting a priest to perform an exorcism is historically how someone would overcome being attacked by an incubus demon. Though in contrast to the Malleus Maleficarum, at least one Christian priest has argued that this would not work because incubus demons do not obey exorcists, have no dread of exorcisms, show no reverence for holy things, and at the approach of which they are not in the least uh, overawed. Wow. Yeah. And, okay, <laughs> exorcisms make me laugh, but, um, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> Number two, mm-hmm. regular confession. 
Attending confession with a priest regularly can prevent you from being a victim of any kind of spiritual warfare, including an incubus demon. You're not holding on to your sins? Apparently. Yeah, and they fucking feed off of that. Interesting. Number three, making the sign of the cross or saying a Hail Mary. Bless yourself by moving your hand from forward to belly to heart to the right side of your chest while saying, uh, in the name of the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. You can also say Hail Mary asking for intercession in the situation. Interesting. Number four, switching locations. Simply leaving a place where an incubus demon has previously previously visited you could be helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, excommunicating the incubus demon. Similar to exorcism, but would be used in in its place if the incubus demon was possessing the body of a human instead of possessing its own body. What? Like if you knew oh, it was in disguise? I don't I don't know. I guess when it possesses somebody, it's in its own it has its own body, but if it's inside of form. you, then that's when you can excommunicate. What I thought that was a fucking exercise. I don't I don't know. Interesting. But possibly the best advice is to see a medical doctor and go from there. Psychiatric help would certainly be recommended for individuals who have experienced trauma, but should an exorcism mm-hmm. be performed in any extreme cases or in, in, in some extreme cases, a psychiatrist might not even object since the firm belief in demons could be somewhere at the root of what is surely a very complex problem for the victim. Performing a ritual to cast out the demon absurd as some may find it might be a viable solution. If the patient thinks it worked, then it fucking worked for them. Wow. That's interesting. In pop culture, there is a shit ton of references. Jennifer's Body, which is one of my favorite movies, same, is about her being turned into a succubus through an occult ritual. Where they thought she was a virgin? Yes. And that's what fucked mm. up the whole thing. Um, yes. There are several movies with the title Incubus. One from 1966, 1982, and 2006. But what about the band, though? That's my next thing. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, that one's at the end. But but basically, yeah, the band Incubus, their songs could mesmerize you. And turn Interesting. You on a little bit. I'll have to check them out. I just know of them. I probably only heard one song. I only know one song. I was explaining this to Amber because I was telling her how I grew up and like what music I was able to be shown by my father who would show me like older rock and then my mom would show me like Mexican music and then I would have to uh, figure the rest out for myself. So I'm not really familiar with any, uh, I guess I can only label it like white rock music. (laughs) All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Until my dad found that iPod, and then I was introduced to Deftones and um, Puddle of Mud and uh, a few of those kinds. And uh, sh- what's it, what is it called? Chev- Chevelle? Chev- Chevelle? Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Se- what is the other one? Aven- Avengers? Aven- what is it called? Sevenfold? Aven- Sevenfold. <laughs> Just stuff like that. Just like uh, bands from like the later years of like rock and stuff. I guess. Okay, but Deftones Whatever and Incubus were the same time. They were in the same time. Exactly, and I didn't hear about them until that iPod was found. Well, you need to get on that because you're going to love it. It's very soothing, very nice. Okay, very... I'll have to check out in- Incubus now. Yes, very good. Oh, is it good to smoke too? I need, oh, I need yeah, to absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. 
exciting. I'm going to do that now. In the Amateur Night segment of Horror Anthology VHS, that is about a succubus demon. Yes, the first one. Yes. And there's like a spinoff of that too or some shit. I didn't read the rest of it. Oh, cool. Stephen King had a succubus demon in his Dark Tower series. Mm. And this, I'm not even... I'm not even going to be ashamed of this, but in the Twilight Universe, author Stephanie Meyer explains Incubus Demon folklore as having originated from sightings of actual vampires who have impregnated women through consensual or non-consensual sex. When he breaks the bed. Oh, yeah. But she called him (laughs) the lady in Brazil, or that lady, the cleaner... She yes. something else. It was something in her language. Um, uh, some kind of demon, though. It literally translates it into like a demon. Let me see. Word. Um, you're, yeah. Uh, Wherever they went. I forgot where that island was, but whatever the culture was, that is. She, it was Portuguese that she was speaking. Ah, okay. So then Brazil, probably, around that area. Yes. And because then Kristen Stewart's like, what did she say? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, he th- she thinks I'm going to kill you or something, that I'm a demon. And she called me white demon or something like mm-hmm. that. Interesting. God damn it. No one should ever be ashamed of the Twilight series. I don't like, I mean, the movies make me fucking laugh hysterically, but the books are what I liked. I only read the, those are the only books I read. Like, that's so embarrassing. I didn't read any Harry Potter or any of those other books whenever I was younger, but mm. that one, for some reason, I got all of them and read them. And yeah, anyway. Yeah. They say that she stole some of her ideas from something else and all this and that, but I mean, I don't know anything about that. So I don't I don't really Anyways. know about it either. But so she took ideas from from succubus incubus type stuff. I mean, everybody does that with all the shit that they Interesting. With everything. Well, you did bring up uh you did bring up the difference between vampire and incubus at the beginning, so I should have saw this coming. Yeah. Well, damn it, there was one more and I I didn't write it down, but I thought I was going to remember, but fuck, of course not. What's it about? Is it pop culture? Um I think it was a movie, but I can't. 30 Days of Night? That's, That's another vampire one, right? Vampire, but still. I mean, all the vampire movies could basically... Well, not all of them. They lost. Oh, yeah. We know the difference between a vampire and a succubus now. Or incubus. Jeez. Um, you, <clears throat> my sources... I like it. Thank you. My sources were mythology.com. No, what this one's really called. But the... Uh, what are they called? Non-initials? What is it? An abbreviation. Abbreviation? Is ncbi.gov. Mm-hmm. That's where I got those. Is that for the, the medicine yes. stuff? Yeah. Um, liveabout.com, Thought Catalog, Wikipedia, and succubus.net. Nice. Um, since we're on the topic kind of of vampires, I don't know if we'll ever cover it again. I, okay, so it's a meme that kids used to pretend that they were vampires, but I actually did when I moved to San Angelo and went to uh, CFC Central Freshman Campus. I actually did meet a girl who was very pale and was clearly wearing light brown eye contacts. Tell me that she was a vampire and like mean it and like gave, gave me like, tried to act secretive about it. Uh-huh. I thought you. Um, were I think I handled it well. I thought you were going to say that you told people you were a vampire. I don't know if I should be offended by that, but uh, <laughs> no, 
I was like, <laughs> not me, but um, I had to act because she was like kind of scary. She was very intense. She was very. She was what? very scary and like scary and like intense about it. Like, don't tell anyone. And like, she would give me weird details. It was very strange. And I distanced. I slowly distanced myself from her and made new uh, new friends. So it's always the that was that. But yeah, she was very pale and Dude. she was a tall, skinny. It looked like she. Was very skinny and she would talk about how she couldn't feed and she had like this like secret or not she had like a silver necklace on that was like her emblem or whatever it's just a bunch of details like that i was like cool i'm just gonna go sit over here (laughs) exactly (laughs) i wonder Um, what she's up to now right she fucking telling it works oh my god i literally was gonna say that (laughs) dude we are like on it it's so strange (laughs) I was literally going to say that. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and the fedora thing, too. Oh, wow. Um, that's hilarious. And that would happen to you. It's funny because I always thought things didn't happen to me. But now that I'm <laughs> having little story times on these. A lot of things happen huh. to you. Mm-hmm. You're unlocking, unlocking well, all these memories. Yes. Well, that was great. I loved it. I'm going to have it out by tomorrow and everybody can enjoy it. This one's extra long for you, of course, the day before. Um, Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. When you were talking about the vampire girl, uh, have you seen those TikToks where people are like confessing that they're vampires and like, oh, we're doing it now? We're going to come out? (sighs) We're going to come clean. Yeah, exactly. When I saw that, I was like, no way, because I actually did. But it was just funny because I would think that um, when you're in elementary school, like I did stuff like that sometimes, too. I was just a weird kid. But that was like coming into high school and she was pretty and like very tall and like very thin. So it was just very unexpected. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyways, good luck to her wherever she is. But anyways, I'm going to go. Um edit this and stuff and then maybe i'll be listening to some incubus and smoking and um with my dirty airpods that are shoving earwax into my ear and then i'm gonna drink some roach coffee all right guys well you know where to find us give me the creeps find us on any podcasting platform give us a follow on instagram and on twitter and send us a dm if you have any interesting stories please tell me someone else has met a so-called vampire uh and i'm not the only one because these tiktoks are getting out of hand thank you guys for listening so did we give you the creeps